Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You just made an enemy for life. Who's that aimed at, Trash Panda? I don't know. I just felt like playing it. Well... You got Joe Kelly, you. Joe Kelly, formerly of the Dodgers, and Carlos Correa, formerly of the Astros, now Sox and Twins. I love that. I'm here for that theater. I love that. Put a lip on, Joe. Ain't Carlos crazy? That was the Dodger-Astros brawl that got started when, well, it's, it was a series of things because Joe Kelly threw at Bregman. He threw it at Altuve, I think. He struck out Correa. They had words. Joe Kelly stuck out his lip, and then the bench is emptied. And that's great. I'm here for all that. I love that idea. But if you're if you're a Cub fan, you're sitting there thinking what? I, I'm serious. What? 312-644-6767. That's the number that gets you to our tech zone, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. 312-644-6767 is also the score listener line. It's powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. What are you thinking if you're a Cub fan? Carlos Correa just signed a three-year deal. Maybe a one-year deal, which is what the Cubs keep looking for. And it was for $35 million for one year. And I was trying to figure out just, you know, what percentage it is of, say, like an English, compared to the value of an English kickball team that might be worth $3.4 billion. So, Sweet Alice, Sweet Alice confirmed, did she back up your math? Yeah, I did it right. And we got I about... I was exactly right. We got about 1%, a little yes. over 1%. Somewhere around 1%. Carlos Correa is a little over 1% of what you would have to pay to buy a particular English kickball team. Now, Marcus Stroman, right? Three years, $71 million, right? Yes. So if you're a Cub fan, doesn't that fit into your wheelhouse? Are you, what are you doing? What do you want? Are you wondering what the Cubs are doing? Can you explain it? Do you understand, Trash Panda? What, what's the point of this when Simmons is your shortstop and he's really Ronnie Cedeno? I think that they are they're trying to give right now present the fact that they're not just outright tanking this season, but they're also not necessarily trying to win this season. Because if they but, were, if they were, they would sign a guy like Car- Carlos Correa. 
Instead, they're going into the season with Nick Madrigal and maybe Nico Horner. Maybe are they out of the hospital? We don't know. Okay. We don't know. So, and, but no, I think that what they're doing is not looking to win this season. And we knew that they weren't. But the division, by the way, here's an update from Derek Gold of St. Louis, St. Louis Post-Dispatch and the Cardinals. It was enough that Jack Flaherty's got issues. He's not pitching for a while. Now, neither is Alex Reyes. He won't pitch for four weeks. So the Cardinals have a really good lineup and nobody to pitch. The Brewers, I'm not sure what their lineup is. Their pitching is really good and it confounds the Cubs. But this, you've got two teams that quit. The Reds quit. The Pirates quit. I mean, the Reds and Pirates quit like Chris Bryant quit. I have no idea why Bryant signed in Colorado. Oh, that's a whole nother. He quit caring. He stopped caring about winning. Don't he definitely did stop caring about winning. And there's no other way to present that other than I will say the idea of spending your thirties in Denver, making $150 million. Pretty sweet. I'd take that deal. Are you speaking of like as a somewhat single guy or an un, Somewhat a childless a childless guy? A childless guy, yeah. He's he's gonna have three or seven kids, whatever's coming next for him. That's true. He's so he's, he's not. There's no weekend Denver in the might for as, him. Denver might as well be, I don't know, Naperville at this point for him. That's true. You're that's that's a good point that I didn't think of. Okay. So for you, Denver means a Lodo means a whole different thing. And Red Rock Amphitheater, which is gorgeous. It's breathtaking. That's what I hear. So, so you're the Cubs, and you you're in a division where teams quit regularly, and makes you wonder why was there a lockout? And you see these kind of ridiculous contracts, big numbers that aren't different from anything else before the lockout. After the lockout, people got I I don't know, and the Cubs are certainly in baseball's quitting this division that would give them a chance. They paid a lot of money for Suzuki. They paid a lot of money for Marcus Stroman. Why aren't you keep going? Maybe the plan ha- involves Trevor Story. I don't know. Do they sign uh, the tra- what's the Trevor Story story? Because now you got St. Louis with with a whole bunch of pitching problems and I don't know where they're going. That's Three- the that is definitely the interesting thing with the Cubs because why not just go ahead and start going for it a little bit more? Because that division is right there for you. It's not going to take. It's not going to take ninety wins hardly to win that division. I don't think the winner of that division has ninety wins. If they do, it's because they beat up on a bad division. Right, and it's there to be beaten up on. And here's another thing that the, some of the the reasoning that I've heard with the Cubs, which does not make sense with some of these signings and and what what they've done is, well, you they didn't want to sign Correa because if they they could lose a draft pick, a second-round draft pick, whatever money you're paying. And here's the point. Think Scott Feldman worth a whole lot more money. Because if you're the Cubs and you suck like you did last year after, you know, for one month you're leading the division and the next month you're having a fire sale, you're getting rid of everybody that any fan ever loved. Why couldn't you do the same thing for Correa? Why couldn't he be traded to a team in need of a bat 
in need of a shortstop, in need of one of the most dynamic players, and bring you back prospects or something. What do you, what do you think the Twins are going to do if they suck and he's still there and they know they could? he's got opt-outs for the next two years? They're going to trade him. I, I just, I, if I'm a Cub fan, I, I don't know what Cubs are, what the Cubs are think, what Cub fans are thinking. Do we have any? Do we, we do. We got Jim in Northfield. He's All a right. Cub fan. Well, we should have a breaking phone call oh, sound here. Hold on, I think hold this on. is the first yeah. one. Hold on. Here we go. Jim. Hi. Yeah. Jim, welcome to the score. Our first call in six months. Hey, thank you. And I'm, I'm sure there's about six other fans out there, but I, I can only speak for myself. And, you know, I, I just, I'm one of those guys that think baseball is one from the mound, mound to the plate. And I, so it was a fun five-year run. Um, you know, the guys they let go, they played 600 games together after, after 2016. And they, I don't think they won. I think they won one playoff series in 17. Um, you know, I want pitching. I want them to build a pitching staff. I'd love to, I'd love to see um, them, you know, spend the next 400 games to, to build a pitching staff. And then, then they can see what they got from the Mets and, and the Giants, see if the outfielder and, the, and that, you know, that infielder can hit and play. But, you know, as far as this season goes, let's see what kind of pitching we have. Let's see what kind of pitching we're going to need to get in the offseason in 23. And I still haven't seen a team sign, you know, I haven't seen San Diego play a playoff game since they, since they signed Machado. I don't think the Twins are going to go to the playoffs next year by signing um, Correa. I haven't seen a team sign a $35 million middle infielder and, and, and win a World Series. So that's just my take, guys. Jim, have a, have a Jim, great Jim yep. you want 400 yep. games. How many pitching staffs stay healthy enough for that long for you to assess anything? And then you're using that as a base, as a platform. You're using that to go forward. How how many pitching staffs do you, do you see stay healthy enough for the first 400 games, so you can depend on them for the next 400. Well, it's difficult, Steve, but the, the Cubs were able to in 15 and 16. They were able to keep their pitching healthy, and that's why they won. Um, you know, and then for some reason, right? But you said happened. you said you wanted the next 400 games to determine who was healthy. They only did it in 400 games, and they did it because Jake Arrieta had Bob Gibson's career in 15 months, yeah. <laughs> right? And I mean, that's what that, yeah, that's the way it worked out. So you you exactly. had somebody doing a a once in three generations. Gibson did that in '68, and Jake Arrieta did it in 2015. It's two generations. Yeah, Steve, that's a great point. I guess I'll I'll bring it close to home. The White Sox didn't lose last year because they didn't have enough bats. I mean, that's just the bottom line. They had a nice staff but they had the third or fourth best staff in the American League, and that's why they didn't win the pennant. It's not because they don't have enough bats. Bats don't win championships. I understand I understand. pitching does. So what? So your pitching staff for the Cubs, you've got Kyle Hendricks. Where's yeah. he going to be 400? Where's he going to be in 400 games? Well, I mean, hopefully pitching for the Cubs because, you know, with the low stress on his arm – Kyle Hendricks can probably pitch another five or six seasons. Okay, so where's um, Wade, Man- Wade Man- Miley going to be? Well, I mean, he's a two-three, and, and hopefully a four in two years when they're con- when they're back to contending. So you're, you're believing you know, all I, these guys are going to stay healthy? 
and nobody's well, throwing really to, hard. No, you have to. You gotta hope that they. You have to think they're going to stay healthy. You cannot build your team around. I don't know if if a guy's going to stay healthy. No, but you they are. Look at look at all the signings, whether they've announced them or not. Everybody, almost everybody, the Cubs have gone after in the last week has been a pitcher because Jed Hoyer is yeah. wisely. I love that. Wisely, love yeah. at, wisely expecting pitchers to go down and go down in 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 great murders. Of a a <laughs> so many of them will get hurt in in spring training. Hell, spring training didn't start. Now Zelaya's out, right? So you're seeing, well, you're yeah. already seeing that, and you're going to see it in April to a greater degree because of the the compressed spring training, and they do anyways because they're pitchers, and it's unnatural for them to throw 175,000 miles and an hour, and that's what they're doing. There's no doubt. It, it is a very stressful, physically stressful thing to do. The reason he's spending so much time right now to, um, looking at pitching is they don't want, they do not want a 65. In 97 season. I mean, that, you know, the ownership will live with 77 and, you know, 85 or, you know, they'll live with eight games under 500, but they don't want 16,000 fans there on August 6th. They, they want to at least be like eight games out where they can still put 36,000 people, you know, 30, 33,000 people in the stands. I mean, so he's, you've got to have guys that can get guys out, whether, whether they're frontline guys or not. Wade Miley, I mean, he's proven he can get guys out. So um, I just, I want to build from the ground up. I, I, all those guys, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, fantastic, great Cub careers. They won a title. They deserve all the accolades that are coming to them. This is, it's just a new, this is just a new generation. You know, it's a new, it's going to be a completely new Cub team three years from now. So, and it's going to be fun to watch him build it. All right, Jim, I appreciate the call. Thank you for being our first call in six months. But the idea that the Cubs are rebuilding and you're here for it and you're going to wait 400 games, I don't. In this division, if you were in the, like the, the AL East, all right, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, wait it out. Yeah. If you're in the NL West, you got to figure out what to do until the Dodgers run out of money, which may never happen. But you just got to. And, and San Diego is a good point about San Diego. They just they completely collapsed. And and pitching, I'm not minimizing pitching, but trying to get that many arms healthy and being reliable. You know what? I'll give you a perfect example. Your team, the White Sox, Dallas Keuchel, stayed healthy, and that was unfortunate last year because he sucked. Yes, but he was the reliable guy. He was the bellwether. He was the leader. Remember, you go back. It was well, the year before. He was their best pitcher and their best leader on that staff. He was the one who said, "This, you know what? Like in April or not April, but it was the first what after four, the first month, or fourteen something, games." Yeah. He said, "He he let him have it," and all of a sudden they were a better team. They were they were moving ahead. August. Right? Wasn't it? I'm so confused. I can't so. remember when that season actually started. But yeah, it was sometime after the first two or three weeks. And he was the guy. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, he stayed healthy last year and he sucked. His ZRA was just horrible and it was killing the team. And I I don't I don't know where he's going to be this year. I'm curious also, and this is something we could have asked Josh Nelson. So pin this for another conversation. Like, I'm curious how much the White Sox terrible positioning on defense last year played into Dallas Keuchel getting beat up because he's a he's a guy that pitches to contact. Yes. And the White Sox were terrible in their positioning against ground balls last year. 
So, I mean, it's part of the reason why they got killed by the Astros. So I'm just, I don't, I'm not saying that was all of Dallas Keuchel's problems, but I'm wondering if better positioning on defense will help him. Well, it can't hurt, but the Sox would have to commit to that. Exactly. And not just, not just say, oh yeah, we're more aware of it now and, and not do anything about it. I, I don't know what the, how, how that's going to work, but I would, if I were a Cub fan, I'd be pretty angry when I see a lot of, a lot of the division quitting and, the Cubs are a team that hasn't really quit. I mean, there's a lot of money they're paying Suzuki. There's a lot of money they're paying Stroman. And they still have a big trade piece in Contreras. He's this year's, what, Baez, Bryant. He's what, and, and Baez is in the AL Central. Look at those shortstops in the AL Central, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And do we have any, do we have any Trevor Story story? Do we know what the story is and story? I don't, no, he still hasn't signed. All right, uh, the we're trying to avoid it while you're watching bad jump shooting last night. The Bulls were playing all around bad basketball. They lost to another good team. But it's also the same day it was an, an anniversary of something that you'll find interesting. So we will <clears throat> hold our nose as we discuss the Bulls next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. As the Bulls advance the forecourt, and that will do it. The Suns win it, handing the Bulls their third straight loss, the final 129-102 to Suns. 
Bulls lost by 27 points to a Suns team. They're the Suns and you're not. And they were without Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. And the Bulls still lost by 27 points. Welcome and welcome yeah, that back. Yeah, guy's pretty good. You, yeah. <laughs> 20 points in the first half, we'll let you know. That was Chuck Swirsky on the call. Right here on the score, Chuck and Bill. Uh, so the Bull, the on 670thescore.com, and they the Bulls finished the road trip 0-3. They should have won the game in Sacramento because that's what teams do. So where it stands, I mean, here we go. We're, let's start all over before we get to the standings. The Bulls suck against good teams. This appears to be a very White Sox-like Bulls team. I believe they're 2-6. and Seventeen now against good against teams. Against yes. two and seventeen against the top four seeds in each conference. Terrible. They are three and eighteen against teams above six hundred winning percentage. Above six hundred. Okay. Yeah. That's terrible. But wait, it gets worse. Okay, it does. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the Bulls are the only winning team in the NBA with a below five hundred road record. They're twenty five and ten at home. It's nice. Sixteen and nineteen on the road. That's not the way you become a good team. No. But you got to be good teams, and the Bulls can't be good teams. So the standings are such in the East that the Kings team that beat the Bulls, remember how this started? And go, wait, what? We were sleeping, and we woke up to what? They lost to the Celtics by a million points. It sounds right. <laughs> the, the Kings got beat. The Celtics are now a game and a half up in fourth place. The Celtics beat the Kings the way that the Bulls should have beat the Kings. Or even if the Bulls had only beaten them half as badly, that's still the same point. True. Yeah. True. So the Celts are a game and a half up on the Bulls. Uh, Celts are in fourth place. Bulls are in fifth. The Cavs, coming hard on the outside, beat the Nuggets. Isn't that where the MVP plays? The Nuggets? Doesn't he play for the Nuggets? The MVP? Mm, maybe. Debatable. No. Okay. So the Cavs Still a good win for the Cavs. beat the Nuggets. They are within a game. They were in sixth place. They were in a game of the Bulls. But thank God LeBron and his lame Laker team beat the Raptors. That keeps Toronto two games back in seventh place. You know, here's the, the problem also with these Bulls losses. They've come at times when teams that the Bulls need to lose have lost. So they've missed opportunities to pick up games on the teams around them. Again, there's a legendary cut somewhere, or maybe it's lost for the ages, but it's a legendary score cut from Reverend Watkins. Where he said of the Cubs, we can adapt it to the Bulls. The Bulls don't have to get better. Everybody else just has to get worse. That was what the legendary Reverend Watkins said. I think that's lost to the either of time. Damn. Well, I'm glad I remember it. It's a good thing I'm so smart. So the Raptors are two games back. They're in seventh place, and they're coming in Monday. Bulls-Raptors win or die. There you go. But wait, it gets worse. But wait, there's more. Now how much would you pay? Billy Donovan, he's your interim coach of the Bulls, says Lonzo Ball has not responded in his recovery. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One, one second before we get to the Lonzo Ball thing. So Billy Donovan's been demoted now. He's interim. They all are. Okay. They all are. Well, because at times we've we've had stability. This uh -huh. is the first time I've heard you refer to Billy as interim. Well, when so, you think about Billy Donovan like, and you look at him, he's not a great coach. He's just, you can't use Jim Boylan as as the baseline for every coach. <laughs> That's true. 
He, yes, he is, he's better than Jim Boylan. Yes, he is an are. excellent coach for what this team needed. Oh, I agree. And he's an excellent coach for setting the barometer of where it needs to go. I agree. But getting them there, you can't beat good teams. You continually lose to good teams. Your your interior game sucks. You are not a quality defensive team. You're missing players, I understand. When you're missing Lonzo Ball and you're missing Caruso especially, and you have to promote Io while he's proven adaptable to it, and Billy Donovan gets credit for bringing along Io like that, you'd much rather have, if he's coming off your bench, you're a stronger team. I just I don't, I'm just not convinced. But they're all interim anyways. I'm, they're I here to be fired. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking of the history now, even well, since I've been working this show, of because Matt Nagy was Bears head coach for about a year, and then in 2019, he got the interim tag. Uh-huh. And same with Ryan Pace. <laughs> uh-huh. And... Uh, let me, where are we at on Jim Boylan? What are, yeah, Jeremy Jim Boylan. Collinson Jim, yeah, was interim yeah. from the start yeah. and never. Where, where he, are we? Interim was even too good. Where are we at on Tony on the south side? Is he interim or is or where, he where always was interim at that okay. age? Of course, yeah. he's interim. What about David Ross? No, he's, he's got an extension. He's, he's forever. Okay. He, he will be there until he gets sick and tired of. He also doesn't know what the Cubs are doing. <laughs> I, there's no way David Ross knows what the Cubs are doing. Okay. Nobody knows what the Cubs are doing. This is just a a a, a crazy. You know what? The Cubs are being directed in in this current off season as if it were as if the front office were an electric football game. Do you remember electric football? Did you I, ever play it? I don't. I think I did. I think I did. I, I came across one at some point in my life. I've played it. Yes. It's just, it's crazy. The players spinning around. Yeah. 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 It's, that's what the Cubs are doing. It's no, the one thing they're doing that is clearly correct is they're loading up. They're, they're signing every arm that's available. And that's perfect because you know, there will be a, just a murder of arms, a murder of pitchers going down. They will need arms. And they will be well-heeled and well-armed to do that. But anyways, the bad news, Lonzo Ball is continuing to have discomfort. He has not responded the way they had hoped. He's apparently he's not in pain every day, and he can go up and down stairs. <laughs> that was oh, that's what, good. That's good. <laughs> he, can, he can get around. All right, cool. Some piece of good news, potentially. And I guess the Bulls have to make a decision today on Patrick Williams. There is a outside chance he could play Monday, but apparently they're they're way we're weighing that against playing for the Windy City Bulls tomorrow. That's your Bulls team. Whatever, it's a win or die game on Monday against the Raptors. Well, because then they got Cleveland. So I know, but you need to at least make sure you're not. Well, yeah, you got to be seventh place. Yes, yes, you do. And then you worry about the sixth place team. Yesterday, as the Bulls were putting on this horrific display of basketball, came an anniversary 27 years ago. This fax came out of the machine. Parents, tell your kids what a fax machine is. And it read this, March 18th, 1995. The following statement was released today by Michael Jordan. Through his personal attorney and business manager, David B. Falk, Chairman of Falk Associates Management Enterprises, Inc., parentheses, quotes, fame. 
located in Washington, D.C., in response to questions about his future career plans. Quote, I'm back. That was the famous, yesterday was the famous facts. So by the end of that return, there was a repeat, repeat, my friend. And then on a podcast came Tracy McGrady creating a kerfuffle about trade talk. Jordan vetoed it. We don't want him here. And whatever might or might not be true, it was serendipitous that Chairman Jerry Reinsdorf in Phoenix joined Chuck Swirsky, you heard him at the top of this segment, on this very radio station during halftime of last night's miserable game against the Suns. So the Swirsk is sitting down with the chairman on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score, and he was saying, no, it wasn't Jordan. I thought long and hard about it, but my decision came down to this. What would our fans want us to do? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I concluded that our fans would want us to win a sixth championship, even if it meant that we weren't going to be that good afterwards. And that's why I vetoed the trade. Not Jordan. They were Now, along the way, if you remember the last dance, there were a lot of different stories about who might have wanted to do what, who might have wanted to coach what. They were lining up Tim Floyd after the fourth championship when they beat Seattle, the first of the second three-peat. They were, they were talking about trading for Sean Kemp. They were all kinds of stuff. And then there was a Tracy McGrady trade, and, and it was Tracy McGrady saying on a podcast of, no, I have, Jordan didn't want me. Well, so far, based on championships, and when you get your first one, Trady, Tracy, you'll have more than me. <laughs> the the chairman said it was not Jordan. So do you remember? You, you were like three, right, when the facts came out? When uh, I would have been four? Because the facts, the facts itself happened in 94. Five. Five. Okay, so I would have been five. Okay. I would have been five five years and one month old. So what were Sweet Alice and Shooter doing? What was their reaction to the facts that Michael Jordan That's a, that's a good question. I don't know because I can't really remember. I didn't know if they handed the event down actually as, part, happened, of, as happened. part of the Trash Panda family lore. I'm I do sure remember, she'll text I do you and this. tell you. I do remember having a Bulls first three-peat shirt that I wore a lot. At that age. So I do know that I was vaguely following the Bulls at the time and knew that they were awesome, but I don't remember the first repeat at all. Mm-hmm. I had a shirt for it, though. <laughs> that's, that's all you needed to do, something to throw up on or run in the dirt. The, um, I was on the air that day. I was on the score in, I want to say, we're still on Belmont, but I was doing a morning show, and all of a sudden the fax comes over, and we get the fax, and like, oh, my God. And I was... I had made plans to get to Indiana, Indianapolis. It was against the Pacers. And I was doing this for columns I was writing as if the Bulls were just going to play this out. And, okay, this is now Pippen versus Reggie Miller. And who's going to do what to whom? And it was an NBC game. So I was going to drive to to Naptown. And I had planned to do that. And I had applied for a credential. And I... David Benner was the Pacers PR guy, and he goes, 
You're the only one from Chicago who would really, uh, outside of the beat writers, who asked for a credential based on just asking for a credential. <laughs> then it became a quite the tsunami of press credentials. So, okay, so you guys got that fax while you were on air, essentially? I do recall it being that, Can that we, the news broke then. So is there a bigger Chicago sports moment which you can think of that you were on air for? I'm curious now. No. No? It's no, I, it was... I, I, well, because um, if we're going to rank moments in Chicago sports history, that's as far as breaking news moments, that's, you know, what, top three, probably? I, I'm back with significant, yeah, that that, that that was it. But I'd say that being on the air when the Cubs won the World Series is the most significant radio moment in. Well, okay. I mean, doing a show like, you know, like we're doing right now. And getting having some news breaking, break during and having, a talk and, yes, show. Yes, yes. Not like, yes, of course. Like, we were airing the Cubs World Series. Yes, of course. That's, you know, or even be, even reacting to it afterwards. Yeah, of course. But Yeah, that would be, I, I well, for me, well, I can't, nothing else really jumps to mind is when, when I was, when I was doing that. I know Bernstein and I were doing a show when, when they got rid of Travis Knight. They signed Jordan. We did the show and they signed Jordan to $30 million, over $30 million. And they had to get rid of Travis Knight. So we asked what everybody was, what their favorite memory from the Travis Knight era was. That's great. And Travis Knight's family eventually got mad at us. Were, <laughs> we got faxes that they were mad at us. They were screaming mad. And like, I, it was so, I had so much fun. It was, I was crying. Um, but I would say that would, that would be it. I'm trying to think of other moments when we had, the J, the Jay Cutler trade came down while we were not. I was on the air, but, but while um, Bernstein was on air, yeah, yeah, that was a big one. That was that would be Terry Dan, right? Boris yeah, and Bernstein, Ter- yeah, Boris and Bernstein, yeah. That's so, the the famous Bernstein cut. The Bears got Cutler. <laughs> I don't remember it being that something Isn't like that. that. Famous something is that like it? That. Well, it's it's here. Let me find it. Okay. Um, and we all thought that was a real quarterback. And that was the way things were going to go. And it was, oops, okay. So maybe not. But um, what other moments would we have? What am I missing? Why does it seem like, how stupid are we? It's like we're, we're, we're in Chicago. Stuff happens all the time. I know Michael Jordan's By the way, Suntimes.com is reporting the Bears got Cutler. Suntimes.com is reporting the Bears got Cutler. Hmm. We have more from Brian Peruk. This is almost too unbelievable to keep going, but right. the Bears. Acquired, I'm already. I'm right. in a haze already. But go ahead. The Bears acquired quarterback Jay Cutler today for number one draft picks in 2009 and 2010, a number three pick this year, and Kyle Orton. The Sun Times has learned. Hot damn! The Bears received the Broncos' <laughs> fifth round pick this year. Go get him, Jerry. Three one two six forty four sixty seven. See, there it is. Hot damn. Hot damn. Brian Baruch delivering the news, to, the confirmation to Dan Bernstein. Saturday suckage lives. You, the six degrees of Saturday suckage cannot, cannot be denied. All Everything right. goes back to Saturday suckage. It does. It does. It's where it starts. And by the way, Saturday suckage is the only show on this station with a World Series ring. So there you go. Mark Grody, who used to be on the show. We had a 312 texter, clearly a member of the Wake and Bake Club, when we were trying to figure out whether Grody was a member of the show or not. When it's Rosa Bloom and Grody, and here's Trash Panda in. And the 312 texter says, 
Brody was on the air last night and said he's not going to be on Saturday second. Oh well, at least they at least they knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take it. We're top of the hour. NCAA money odds games stuffs going on. We'll talk with Ryan Horvat of BetMGM, and uh, I know there's. A, oh, I know. Next hour, you. While you were nerding out about movies, you're going to about to get slapped for one from last week. And we have a new Mondegreen in town. We'll get to that. Steve Rosenblum and Trash Panda. He's in for Grody. Who's in for Espo? Who's in for Grody? Who is in for Espo? Who's Spiegel? Who is in for... Eventually, we're all in for Brian Peruk before we get to Dave Baum, right? And we just heard from Brian Peruk delivering the news. The Bears have acquired Jay Cutler. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Now, should I turn my mic on? Yes. Not please. in the middle of yeah, a commercial? Now it's good. Now it's good. <laughs> Welcome to professional radio, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Rosenblum and Trash Panda here. Adam Studzinski. Sweet Alice, weighed in on what were you, what her and Shooter's reaction were to the Jordan facts. I have not heard anything 27 yet. 27 years ago yesterday? Yes. If, and you if, were five? Ish. Yeah, a little over five. Ish. All right, so we have a texter. I love this. 847 texter. Wow. Between the Cutler and Vucevic trades, Bernstein is clearly 0 for 2 on breaking trade announcements. LOL. Yeah. There you go. All right. So. Yeah. yeah. We have Cubs baseball today. Cubs, Padres in zona, 255 pregame, 305 first pitch. Pat and Ron, those guys. Pat and Ron 670 is, you can follow them on Twitter. Chicago Sports Radio, 670. score AM 670, FM 104.3, HD2. So you can listen to them on the web, too. 670thescore.com backslash listen. We have Cubs baseball today. They're they're the team in Chicago, one of two teams in Chicago, without Carlos Correa. And we don't know why they don't have Carlos Correa. They do have Suzuki. They do have Stroman. They... Will they have Contreras by the end of the year? Isn't he I sort of so. Baez? Isn't he Baez, Bryant? Isn't he that guy now? I think Contract. that. I think that he. I think he sticks around. I think he's part of the future core. That's just. I don't. I don't really have a reason for that. It's just what I think, for whatever reason. I think he's more valuable gone than here, especially as a catcher, where you're more likely to to get hurt. We'll see how the pitching staff goes because they're going to get a bunch of pitchers well now hurt. with the now with the DH. Too, you can keep him. You can take some pain, ease off his legs. That's true. He'll probably DH at least once, twice a week, right? I would think. Take a day. I, I I would think. Yeah, that would be smart. And then make his pump up his trade value by keeping him rested. So, what was the most interesting Bears news this week to you? I think. Well, was the, it the, the failed not, physical? Yeah, I think that's. For sure. I think so. Just because of the the weird timing and optics of it. I mean, they got... Yeah, I, it's got to be the the failed physical. Larry Okunjobi, the defensive tackle, the three technique. We'll have less explain it later. The three <laughs> technique from Cincinnati was signed pending a physical. Yes. But the Bears didn't say anything. It was all let out by 
the agent, and it was all, you know, okay, he's going to sign, he's going to do this, we're going to do, and and everything's pending a physical, and then he had a broken foot. So, of all the things that went on, by the way, you may not notice the Bears lost their punter. Oh, yeah, Pat O'Donnell. He's O'Donnell okay. is now, and that's not just the punter, that's the guy right before Cairo Santos hits his field goal. He's the guy, he's the guy who's got to catch the ball. So they got um, two-thirds of the battery coming back. And the guy in the middle is not there. The guy who turns the double play in the middle. Um, they do have two new receivers, Byron Pringle. You got to believe because he's from Kansas City, right? Now what flavor Pringle, Pringle are we talking? I at my Trader Joe's, they have dark Belgian chocolate with crispies in them. They what? look like Pringles. They're oh, like chocolate okay. Okay. Pringles. Oh my god! I think that. Uh, the, well, this is probably a debate for another time, but, but, but no, it's not actually, because if, if a Bears beat writer specifically, it's got to be Mark Grody or somebody doesn't ask him what it, what his favorite flavor of Pringle is right. the first time that oh, he talks be, to the media. It'll be Brody. It's got to be. It should be the first question if, if we're talking about priority here. Brody will ask him. So they signed Pringle and Equinemius St. Brown, former Packer, former Golden Domer. And so... Darnell Mooney has some has some company. They lost Jakeem Grant. He's a Pro Bowl return man. I don't I I don't know. I guess too much money. Whatever they're doing, they brought in Lucas Patrick. But Ogunjobi, when Ogunjobi fails the physical with a broken foot, didn't heal from the playoff game against the Raiders. And then they signed two more defensive tackles: one from Indiana, one run from the Colts. Here's here's what I'm I don't know if it happens, but it will be part of the conversation that they looked at what from the time they agreed to this between time that by the time they got to the physical, they didn't like the contract. The Bears could be perceived as a team that didn't like the contract. They could enact stiffer, tell their doctors, we want you to look at this really strictly. Is this is this fracture, is he going to pass the physical and we don't like this contract kind of thing? We don't necessarily want him there. Because Ryan Poles is awfully strident about he's everything the Bears represent. He's what we want. He's a Boy Scout. He's Captain America. He's all this. Seemed to be going overboard. He thinks the GM doth protest too much. This so, is a, this is an interesting Steve Rosenblum conspiracy theory that I hadn't thought of yet. It's regular around the league. If you get a chance and you have second thoughts, you have buyer's remorse, your doctors are always your way out. So, and, yeah, that it that could be possible. Maybe they decided they wanted to spend the money somewhere else. Okay, we'll see. Well, they did. They, they weren't shy about going out and getting people they seem to be familiar with. So we will take a break now. And when we come back, the tournament's going on, and we could have, what, the first number one seed? Yeah, Baylor's getting worked right now. We will talk to Ryan Horvat of BetMGM about that and other stuff, and uh, we will we will see who who St. Peter's will. Does he have St. Peter's going all the way now that they've been verified by Twitter? Steve Rosenblum, Adam Stadzinski with you. Trash Panda on the other side. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.